1: Senate races are just different, they're statewide. Um, Candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome.
2: Perhaps a move to clean energy will be the greatest peace plan the world has ever known. Just 21% of adults say we are heading in the right direction, and once again, three out of four Americans say we're on the wrong track. In fact, this number, never before in our poll, has this wrong track number been over 70% for this long.
1: Freedom is back in style. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 376. Joe Pagg's honor to be
3: in for Sean Hannity. Sean grabbing a day off. Appreciate him. Linda, Jason, Katie, everybody who's on the staff. Glad to be here with you. And we're breaking down a lot of what's going on in this country right now. We, we had the breaking news last hour about the affidavit being ordered to be released by noon tomorrow. In fact, here is the actual story. From Reuters, I'll read it straight from the, from the newswire. This is, uh, written by Sarah Lynch at Reuters. Um, out of Washington, a federal judge in Florida on Thursday today ordered the U.S. Justice Department to file a redacted version of its affidavit to support the FBI search of former President Donald Trump's home to be released to the public by Friday at noon. And by noon, they mean noon Eastern time. So what do we expect to see? I expect to see a lot of black marker through a lot on the affidavit and the probable cause they're using is that he somehow is alleged to have taken classified information from the White House. The entire search is moot. The entire thing is invalid and no good. Talked to Mike Davis, great journalist the other day. Um, I've talked to uh, Alan Dershowitz, Rudy Giuliani. All these people agree that the president has broad stroke ability to declassify anything. In fact, Ronald Reagan declassified things just by giving a speech once in the 1980s. The President of the United States has the unique ability to declassify anything he wants. The fact that, and the argument can be made, it's a good argument, the fact that the President told people, I want those 15 boxes to go to my home as I leave. That, in in and of itself, was the process of declassifying. So I don't care if it says declassified on the piece, or it says classified on the piece of paper, says top secret, on the piece of paper, says Hillary sucks. I mean, I don't care what it says on it. His broad ability to say it's declassified is good because he was the President of the United States. A lot of people want to make the comparison to Hillary Clinton. All right, how does that work? Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State. She had on a private server that she managed and that she ran many, many classified documents, top secret documents she should not have had on there. Was not using the government secured server. Ninety-nine percent chances. I think what Comey said when he exposed this of bad actors having the ability to get onto her server and breach it and see this top secret stuff and this classified stuff. The argument by those who are on the left and by those who still, for some reason, support the Clintons is, well, well, she was Secretary of State. She just de- declassified it. She can't. She didn't have the ability. Why? Because Hillary Clinton, as much as she still thinks she won the 2016 election was never the president of the United States. She didn't have the ability to declassify anything. Unless, of course, it was something she specifically classified, and then she could have specifically declassified. None of that is what we're talking about here. She didn't have that ability. It is apples and oranges, and her selling merchandise that says, but her emails, is actually her looking like a butt. She looks really stupid doing that. So that's the latest. That's going to be released tomorrow tomorrow. I look forward to seeing it. I don't have very high expectations because let me be as clear as I can. If they thought they had something, CNN would have been tipped off. MSNBC would have been tipped off. If they thought they had anything, this affidavit would have leaked out already. How do I know? Because we still don't know who leaked out the the Dodd decision from the Supreme Court that showed the Supreme Court was ready to overturn Roe v. Wade and Casey. This would have been leaked. This is going to be a nothing burger tomorrow. Do not have any expectations here. Let me go to something else that's going on. Police versus the city government. I I, I will never understand it. Let let me say something I said on my show a couple of days ago. And if those of you who don't know who the hell I am, just go to joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. You can scroll down to the bottom, click on contact, send me an email. Click on Twitter. Let's really upset Jack and, and Paraga and all these people over at Twitter and let's blow the Twitter up. Because they hate that I have any followers there at all. It's at Joe Talk Show. Just click on the Twitter link. Click on the truth link if you want to go follow me there at Joe Pags and let's blow that up. I said this the other day. George Floyd was not a good guy. I know. I know. People across the world, because I just said that, are freaking the hell out. George Floyd was a career criminal. He was a bad guy. He was somebody who was arrested for having held a gun to a pregnant woman. During a home invasion, he was somebody who had real struggles with drugs, was apparently on something, according to the toxicology, the day that he died, and was trying to pass a phony $20 bill or something. So he was a lawbreaker. He wasn't a good guy. Not a saint, not an angel, not somebody we should be holding up on high, painting murals about, and building statues to, or having George Floyd square in Minneapolis. Having said that, he should be alive today. I don't think Derek Chauvin should have put his knee on his neck. Um, that's clear to me. Do not write me some dumb email arguing that Chauvin didn't kill him. There was no re- Listen, I watched the entire video. Leave George Floyd in the car. There was no reason to take him back. I don't care how much he was freaking out. I don't care how much he said, put me on the ground. He was at that point in police custody. He was not a danger to them anymore. Although he was a big guy, six six two twenty 220 something like that. Leave him in the car, taking him out, putting him on the ground putting your knee on his neck, and then watching him die didn't make sense to me. But he wasn't a good guy. So what happens in a case like that? When a case like that where he should be alive, you have a trial. The man was charged with killing him, was convicted, sent to prison. He's appealing now, but Chauvin is in prison or, or was certainly convicted and is facing just about the rest of his life in prison. So the judicial system works that way. George Floyd should not have died that day. Uh, I know he also shouldn't have been on drugs and he shouldn't have been passing, but it doesn't matter. Chauvin didn't have to do what he did. So that's how the justice system works. We don't burn down 300 businesses. We don't burn down and loot the target. We don't burn down a police precinct and have the mayor say, yeah, go ahead, let them do what they're going to do. You, you don't do that. You don't go to the city council and defund the police and take millions of dollars away. No, what you do is you arrest the guy who was responsible for the death of another guy, you have him go through a trial. Jury of his peers will then convict or exonerate. That's the way it goes. For some reason, in the summer of 2020, we had a situation where 25, 26 innocent people died because of BLM and Antifa riots over George Floyd, who, again, that entire case has been adjudicated, and the guilty man was found guilty. None of this other stuff should have happened, and it wouldn't have happened had the police departments in these cities had the support of their city councils, had they had the support of their mayors. I have Rudy Giuliani on my show later. Make sure that you find where my show is and listen to Rudy. I've got him on. You can also watch it if you go to the to the video stream. But we talk about Eric Adams, the guy who is just basically de Blasio 2.0. Bill de Blasio was a horrible guy, an anti-police guy, to the point to where the police actually turned their backs on him when he walked through to go to some funeral or something. He was a guy that ginned up so much hatred and angst between the city and those who work for the city. It's actually very simple. Support those who are out there putting their lives on the line every day for New Yorkers or for people in St. Louis or people in New Orleans or people in Minneapolis. And if and if a cop goes rogue, arrest him or her, charge him or her, and then let the judicial system do its work. But you've got to show a united front. Rudy Giuliani did that in New York. And he cut crime. He sliced it. Took out the mob. Stopped carjackings. Murders were weighed down. Drug use way down. It was a safe city to go to again. Now we have Eric Adams. What is Eric Adams' priority in New York? As, again, this former cop of course is on tape talking about white crackers, who of course is in Beverly Hills raising money all the time, what did Eric Adams do? Here's what he had to say. New York Post reports this from Susan Edelman and Tina Moore. New York PD, NYPD cops ordered not to congregate or converse on city streets, according to a memo. I kid you not. The NYPD released a memo ordering cops not to congregate or take part in unnecessary conversation with each other just weeks after Mayor Eric Adams chastised officers on the street for chatting on the job, the Post has learned. The order dated Tuesday marks a revision to the patrol guide for officers and supervisors instructing them to ensure cops aren't gathering together. Do not congregate or engage in unnecessary conversation with the other members of the service while on post, absent police necessity, the order states addressing police officers. something wrong with this guy. This is me saying this. Something wrong with this guy. In another section, specifically to patrol supervisors, the order states that bosses should ensure members of the service do not congregate or engage in unnecessary conversation with other members of the service while on post, absent police necessity. The way comes in uh, the order comes in the wake of a video that shows Adams at a Summer Street bike ride. In Manhattan on August 6th, in the footage posted at social media, the mayor points to officers on a corner and tells their supervisors they should not be congregating together. So let's talk about this for a second. Some would say I've got a heavy foot, maybe the right foot's a little bit leaded. Maybe I've gone over the speed limit a time or two. When do I not do that? When I see cops, when I see police, I don't want to get a ticket, I don't want to get stopped. I'm not a thief, I'm not a criminal, I'm not a bad guy, so I can't really put myself in their shoes, but I'm guessing if bad guys see two, three, four cops standing around, they're not going to try to commit crime there. One cop, they might. I mean, hell, a couple of years ago, we saw the video of a couple of cops responding to a a domestic or something. When they get there, some of the residents start pouring water on their heads, and instead of the, the NYPD police doing something, these officers doing something, they get in the car and leave, knowing they can't arrest them, they're outnumbered. They can't do anything and forcibly make them stop because then they'll be called police brutality, and Colin Kaepernick will take a knee. So they're in a position now where they know City Hall doesn't have their back. So if I see some cops congregating, I'm okay with that. And what's necessary conversation? Can you can you say, "Hey, nice Yankees game last night"? Are you in trouble if you say that? You have to walk up and say, "Hey, that 10-4 and the 911 and the on the 287 uh, on the corner of this and that. Remember that crime? Okay." Then walk away. You can't even have a good day. Because that's unnecessary. Is this guy said, I want. I want Eric Adams to take a drug test. There might be something wrong with him. I want more police presence. I want cops to go in threes and fours to a domestic and then arrest people that pour water on them. I want carjackings to stop in great cities across this country. I want the crime wave to be shut off. You don't do that by showing a lack of solidarity from City Hall to the rank and file out there on the, on the... These people don't want to go and patrol the streets for a guy that's not going to have their back at, at City Hall. Rudy turned it around because he had their back. And if there was a bad cop, they were charged, and if they were found guilty, they went away. Just like Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis. Enough is enough with the us versus them in cities because it's it's costing residents of cities their safety and, in, in many cases, their lives. Your thoughts about that? Because uh, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't This guy was a cop? Definitely want to hear from you. 1-800-941-SEAN. 1-800-941-7326. Go to Hannity.com. Everything's Sean Hannity. Want to find out about me, JoePags.com. We're coming right back on The Sean Hannity Show. Stay here.
1: sean hannity show a place where free speech and the first amendment are still alive and well
0: liberalism is a failed ideology
1: get your dose of independence and liberty every weekday right here with sean great to
3: have you thanks a lot for stopping by it's joe pags in for sean hannity sean taking a, a well-deserved day off today 1-800-941-Sean. one 800 You can also go to Hannity.com, obviously, and uh, check out everything Sean does. If you want to find out more about me, joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. Hearing from a lot of people, we're adding a lot of people on Twitter. I'm telling you, are going to make Twitter, the Twitter people mad. They're already shadow banning me and censoring me. You're going to keep on building the page, you're going to make them mad, which we actually want to do. So make sure you stop by at Joe Talk Show. If you're on a Truth Social, the president, former president's social media site. Make sure you stop by. there at Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S, okay? A uh, lot, lot of people calling. A lot of people want to talk about a lot. I want to get into this police issue because we've got the top cop from Missouri, Eric Schmidt, coming up at the bottom of the hour. He is also the Republican nominee for U.S. Senate out of Missouri, and I hope he wins. Remember, President Trump said, I'm pulling for Eric. It was Greitens and, uh, and Schmidt that were running. Schmidt has the nomination. So make sure that you um you stick around for that at the bottom of the hour. If you want to watch it, You can go to uh, Twitch and just look up Joe Pags, and you can watch it as well. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, Bryce in California. Bryce, what's going on? Hi.
2: Hey, Joe. Was listening to you talking about Eric Adams. It seems to me that these Democrats are simply doing what they're told. He's not going to be, you know, working with law enforcement if he wants to continue his career. Same with Merrick Garland. He did what he was told by whoever is controlling the party. So these people, they're not going to do what we would like to see them do because they want a continued career with this party. And, you know, that's how I see it. Is that Well, well Bryce, I don't I
3: disagree don't with words. you, but let me just say this. Eric Adams got elected in New York, and those listening in New York right now know this. He got elected because he said, I'm a cop. I'm a former cop. I'm a law enforcement guy. I want to keep you safe and keep your family safe. He gets away with lying?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's going to do whatever he's told. He wants to run for president or run for something or have some kind of higher office. He's not gonna, He can't be seen working with law enforcement.
3: Well, listen, I hear you, but I got to tell you, New York, I love you. I'm from Copeg on, on Long Island, Suffolk County. I love New York City. It is not a safe city right now. Eric Adams certainly lied to you. And at the end of the day, what you have here was a choice between a real guy who loves the, the city and has put his life on the line in uh, in Curtis Leewa. You ended up with Eric Adams, who's lied to you, and is hobnobbing with people out in Beverly Hills. Keep it here. Eric Schmidt at the bottom of the hour, the AG, the great state of Missouri, also the Republican nominee for U.S. Senate. This is Joe Paggs in for Sean Hannity, the Sean Hannity Show. Stay here.
1: You can't always get what you want, but you can get Sean Hannity online at Hannity.com. Great to have you
3: along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. It's the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. It's uh, Eric Schmidt. Eric, how are you? Good to see you.
2: I'm good. Good to be back with
3: you. Uh, you know, it's uh, great that you won the, the the nomination. What a race. I mean, you had a couple of really good candidates out of Missouri, and you guys are are such a, a an important state. I think a lot of people sleep on Missouri a little bit, and they shouldn't, because you guys, last time we spoke, you said you're directly dealing with illegal immigration, you're directly dealing with the Second Amendment issues, you're directly dealing with abortion. I mean, you guys really I are, mean, I think that you're in the forefront of a lot of what's going on in this country. Would you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, as Attorney General, I've really taken the lead. I think it's important to be pushing back in our system of federalism against this drastic government overreach we've seen at the federal level, this socialist agenda that we've seen under Joe Biden. And so, you know, Missouri was the first state to file a lawsuit on the OSHA vaccine mandate. And we took that to the Supreme Court and we won. We were the first state to bring the Title 42 lawsuit. We won on that. We filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration for colluding with big tech to outsource their censorship. Uh, and we're getting important discovery from that. I mean, we've really kind of led the charge on these big, important fights. And I think, you know, sort of referencing back to the primary, uh, it was a hard fought primary. It's supposed to be. We're dealing with big issues in this country. And I think, you know, our message was we need a proven conservative fighter right now It's going to take that same fighting spirit I've had as AG, take it the United States Senate, and save this country and so was really grateful for the win and we're going to continue to push back as a g and and do the same when i'm in the senate
3: and uh, you know mr ag the the country needs saving it really does um it's uh attorney general eric schmidt he's the candidate the nominee for u.s senate out of the great state of missouri let's talk about what, what our friend uh president trump had to say uh when he was asked about this race he said he was pulling for eric well both of you guys are eric um did you get a good laugh out of that have you spoken to him since then
2: uh i talked to him yeah i talked to him on election night he called to congratulate me on our big win we ended up winning the primary by a by a big margin which was great and and in that statement he talked about having somebody who's going to fight for election integrity for border security that's certainly been uh my record as ag and so i was proud of that endorsement and uh, it was a big night it was a big win but now our focus turns to the general election you look at the senate map you know the house i think you know it's going to be a good year they're going to take the house back but the senate Uh, it's the map is a little bit different. And so we got to make sure we hold Missouri. The path to 51 certainly runs through the show me state. I'm going to work as hard as I can. and, And that's where I come from. I come from a working class background. Uh, and I'm running against uh, an heiress who's completely out of touch yeah. with the concerns and the needs of of, of uh, middle class Missourians and we're gonna fight like heck to to keep the seat
3: Schmidt for senate.com and the it's the word for for schmidt for senate.com go to that website and support his candidacy Let's talk about issues that are very important to the American people and let's talk about how, the other side tries to shut us up. If you say you want border security, you're ethnocentric or you're a racist. If you don't want kids to have puberty blockers and to have uh, disgusting surgeries while they're children because there's some confusion about their gender, you're transphobic. If you decide that you would like to fix the economy, then you love big oil and you're getting paid off. How do you deal with that knowing that the left owns the narrative? And by that I mean all the big networks, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, um, and, and all of the big tech just about, although Truth and Getter are getting more traction, they're all on that side. How do you how do you win those arguments?
2: I think we just have to be unafraid. Look, the American people are with us. They know that, you know, in, in Missouri, for example, I see 47 school districts for forcing the masking of our kids, and uh, they backed away. And I can't tell you how many parents, hundreds of parents have come up to me and thanked me for that. We're exposing critical race theory in the classroom. Students actually being forced to do the privilege walk. We've taken on the Ministry of Truth, the federal government. I think people want some, you know, somebody who's going to represent them, who is unafraid. And that also, by the way, trickles down to school board meetings. Yeah. Parents willing to show up and and fight for their their kids. And so I think we just got to be unafraid, unapologetic, and speak truth to power. And the Democrats can't handle. It. They'll call us every name, but they're not winning. We're gonna. I think we're gonna be victorious here. It's,
3: it's Eric Schmidt. He's the Attorney General of the Great state of Missouri. He's the nominee, the Republican nominee for uh, Senate out of the great state of Missouri as well. Let, let's talk about the school board meetings. Merrick Garland and the DOJ made it clear they're going to look at those parents as potentially domestic terrorists. Um, you're looking at the politicization uh, of the DOJ, the FBI showing up in Mar-a-Lago and deciding we're going to raid the the, uh, the political opponent of the current president. I mean, you've got a DOJ that's got a lot of answering to do. If you should, should show up in the Senate, if you guys get the, the majority – are we going to do hearings? Will we pull Merrick Garland, uh, Garland right in front of you to get some answers? What Because we're looking at what could be compared to Venezuela right now.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you look around. If this was happening, by the way, in another country, our State Department would be warning us about it, right? Yes. This is Banana Republic stuff. You know, an early dawn, you know, a pre-dawn raid of a former president, one-time opponent, probably future opponent. Uh, this stuff is crazy. And you've got, as you mentioned, the, wep- the weaponization of the FBI against parents under the Patriot Act i mean this is nuts and by the way we're pushing back against the fbi coming into missouri trying to audit concealed carry permit uh permits in counties and we told the sheriffs no, they don't need to comply with that there's a missouri law that prohibits federal law enforcement from doing it the only people that access to that list are the elected sheriffs so we've got to push back i think on every front for this dramatic overreach we see for the federal government and in the u.s senate i've said this i'm going to take a wrecking ball to this administrative state because here's the thing it's counter to what the founders Intended. They meant to spread out power, checks and balances, federalism, to protect individual liberty, Uh, and they never thought that the deputy undersecretary of some agency nobody's ever heard of would have this kind of power over people's lives, and we've got to push back against that.
3: I went down the list on my show a few days ago about where taxes came from. The highest tax rate was supposed to be 7%, I think something like that. Now it's 37%, we're overtaxing corporations to where they can't hire, they can't do research and development, can't build more brick and mortar. And now we've got 87,000 new IRS agents to make sure we all get in lockstep and give them as much money as they they say to give. Otherwise, you could be arrested, you could be taken in. You you could you, you could be uh, again the the ad for new IRS agents Eric literally said, you've got to be willing to use deadly force if necessary. These are tax collectors. How did we get to the point to where we've got eighty-seven thousand new ones coming in, and where the government, to your point just now, in in Washington has so much power? Federalism meant the states were supposed to have the power and very limited power in Washington.
2: That's right, and we got to get back to that. By the way, one of those limited powers is supposed to have is border security. Yes, and this guy, this government has the federal government has no interest in doing that under Joe Biden. They want to lecture everybody about the sovereignty, the importance of the sovereignty of other countries' borders halfway across the world, but they don't do anything about the sovereignty of our southern border. We wrote that letter to the IRS saying, what's behind this job application notice about armed federal agents? This is about power and control. And that's ultimately what the Democrat Party has become. It's a, it's a party that is obsessed with power and control. We saw it with the COVID tyranny, we're seeing it now with this climate alarmism uh to force people to do things, to create an emergency to aggregate power to punish enemies and that is counter to what this country is about and i think if republicans we want to be successful we have to meet voters where they're at we have to talk about freedom and liberty and opportunity that's who we stand for that is certainly not what the modern democrat party stands for and we've got again we've got to be unafraid to push back and represent the people
3: schmidt for senate.com and it's schmidt for senate.com it's eric schmidt Uh, you know uh, it's interesting what you just said i'm not a republican i'm a conservative i'm a values guy i'm not a party guy because there are a lot of republicans liz cheney adam kinzinger mitt romney who i don't support i i think that they're weak-kneed and they've got no vertebrae whatsoever can you go in and, and in conjunction with the house Say, let's defund 87,000 new IRS agents. Let's make sure we fund the border wall. Let's make sure that we stop allowing people to invade our country across the border, bringing in, what was it, a million and a half tons of fentanyl or something recently? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Can you do that knowing that you've got some wishy-washy establishment types that will be making that 51, if you get 51?
2: Well, I think, again, it's not. I've said this before, it's not just about getting the majority, it's what we do with it. And yeah. we need more proven, committed, conservative fighters who are going to hold these folks, you know, their feet to the fire. And bring in, by the way, we, we haven't even talked about Anthony Fauci. I mean, Yes, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get Ant- there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah. these, folks need, these folks need to come in and answer these very, very difficult questions. Yeah. And we ought to take, you know, decisive action. I mean, one of the things I think when you talk about the administrative state, the founders never envisioned this. So... President Trump had a two-for-one rule. Any agency was proposing a new rule had to pull back two. Yeah. But Joe Biden just got rid of that on day one. We need to put that in statute, and why Why not 10-for-one, not just two-for-one? And if there's any economic impact, pick your number that Congress ought to vote for because I don't know about you. I'm tired of congressmen and senators coming back to the district saying, I voted for the greatest bill in the world, but I can't believe what the EPA did. Yeah, We ought to right. make them vote on these things because I guarantee this stuff wouldn't happen. And Joe, to your previous point about tax rates, we're not even having those kind of traditional political debates about tax rates and entitlement reform, the Democrats right now are playing for keeps. They want to pack the court, and they're two votes away from doing it. Pack the court, uh, add states to the union, and federalize our elections. So we need to go in there and be serious about the business of defending this republic and saving this country.
3: It is uh, Eric Schmidt. He's the current Attorney General. Schmidt, the current Attorney General in Missouri. He's running for U.S. Senate. He's the nominee, the Republican nominee from Missouri. Um, I've got to ask you about Fauci. I'm glad that you went there. Um, I played a a piece of video and audio on my show a few days ago where Fauci in 2004 is asked a question on C-SPAN about the host's mother. My mother has the flu. Should she go and get the flu shot? And he says, no, no, no. Her having the flu, her having the virus is way better. It's the best vaccination she can have. Hold on a second. A bunch of people got COVID that weren't vaccinated. And therefore, by Fauci's own words, just 18 years ago, um, it turns out that's the best vaccination you could have. Eric, we've seen healthcare workers laid off, military members squeezed. We've seen law enforcement people pushed out, schools forced uh, forcing masking that doesn't work. Fauci has been wrong more than he's been right. The biggest hypocrite of Fauci is Fauci. The biggest opposition of Fauci is Fauci. So this guy gets to ride off into the sunset and get 414000 a year in a pension. Please tell me what's going to happen should you get the Senate and should the House go Republican as well?
2: Well, my advice to Anthony Fauci is clear your calendar for 2023 because we need to have wall-to-wall Iran-Contra-like hearings, primetime hearings, on what happened under his watch because, first of all, uh, head of the NIH um what did he know when did he know it what did he cover up about gain of function research why was he in you know in cahoots with the world health organization that helped hide this as the chinese communist party unleashed this on the world knowing about it for a couple months but not telling anybody that what did he right. know about that then you've got the force masking of kids I mean, the teachers unions had outsized influence on what was actually going to happen there it did untold damage to kids psychological and emotional well-being including loss of learning and then you've got this vaccine issue i mean OSHA forcing 80 million people to do it. We think we were successful there. The CMS mandate. Fauci's at the center of this storm and he needs to be held accountable. So, uh, you know, him retiring in December can't come soon enough, which was earlier, but that is not going to excuse him from coming before Congress.
3: Rand Paul says Fauci lied to the Senate. You know, uh, Peter Navarro allegedly lied or did a contempt of Congress. He's shackled and locked up getting on a plane. Roger Stone arrested for the same dumb reason. Fauci can lie. I mean, he knows that he funded uh, gain of function, and, he's, and now he's a well, it was through a third party. We didn't really give them the money, but they got it eventually, and Rand Paul called him out. This guy's still walking around. He's literally doing interviews where he's saying the Fauci effect is causing a lot of people to go to medical school. Eric, there, there's a delusion here that I can't even wrap my brain around. So th- that's a promise to those watching and listening that he's going to be called yeah. on the carpet.
2: Absolutely. And by the way, this, you know, there are Fauci candles. I mean, this is just it, like, it's totally nuts. crazy. Yeah. It's totally crazy. This devotion to this man who was, was completely wrong and intentionally misled, uh, the, the amount of lies in deceit. And so, you know, uh, I hope to join Senator Rand Paul, Senator Ron Johnson and many others who are asking those important questions because we need a, we need a, um, a stronger group of people, I think. To push back on this stuff because it can not ever happen again I mean it should have never happened in the first place and we were pushing back along the way but right. again the playbook is set here uh, they know that if they create an emergency in uh, it you know weaponize the administrative state there's a lot of things they can get done that they never thought they could get done and we right. have to put a stop to that that's important I think the survival of this republic
3: he's the Republican nominee for uh, for US Senate out of Missouri uh, give me 30 seconds Eric. You're just about out of time we've got a lot of people listening and watching in Missouri Uh, What exactly should they know about you going into November that they might not already know?
2: Listen, this is about saving our country. And right now we need more proven conservative fighters are going to go to Washington. We need reinforcements to save America. And uh, that's been my record as attorney general. we push back on, you know, the border security issues. Every state's a border state. We led the charge on the vaccine mandate. We're fighting on energy independence to make sure that, you know, the price of gas goes down and the price of milk goes down because we need a you know, make sure we're energy dominant again. So if you want a proven conservative fighter, I'm your guy. We're going to work like heck to make sure that we do that and bring change to Washington. They can, as you mentioned, Schmidt is a great way to join our team.
3: I got to tell you, I've been watching you as the Attorney General. We've spoken before. I think you've done a a massively great job as the Attorney General. If you do that kind of job in the Senate, I think we're going to have a real winner here. Eric, I wish you the best. Let's talk again soon, okay? Thanks. Good to be with you again. I appreciate you. We're back after this on The Sean Hannity Show. Stay right here. State government, your watchdog on Washington, Sean Hannity. Great to be in for Sean Hannity. It's Joe Pags, 1-800-941-SEAN, 1-800-941-7326. Really glad to be here. Go to, go to Hannity.com, of course, for everything Sean. Go to JoePags.com if you want to find out more about me. And do me a favor. A lot of people are joining on Truth. I guess a lot of you are on Truth. So just go there at Joe Pags or at Joe Talk Show on Twitter i tell you this, I've, I've been flooded with email. ton of people over in my chat room where I actually put video version of the show up. You can go and uh, check that out on my website as well. And what they're saying is they're outraged by this loan forgiveness. It's not okay. A loan is a loan is a loan. People trying to say, well, it's not really that kind of loan. It's this kind of loan. No, a loan is a loan is a loan. And if you promise to pay it back and you sign on the dotted line, you should pay it back. You should do whatever you have to do to pay it back. I know it makes your life easier not to have to. I know it feels better. You can go buy something you like. No, pay it back. And then you, you understand how life works. I'm not really sure why that's, why that's confusing. Also, people are for more police, not fewer police, because it keeps us safer if we have more police. That's a, that's a very simple thing. And when it comes to the Republicans taking over the Senate and the House, don't be a lot of talk. Make sure you do what you promised the American people you're going to do. It's really kind of that simple. Don't be a rhino. Be a conservative and believe in America first. All right. Really want to thank Sean. I want to thank um, Jason's been great today. Katie, Linda, of course, Sean will be back soon. Uh, Go and check out my show, Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump Jr. on there. Take care. Good to be here. See you later.
0: Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, HenryUSA.com, get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs now that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now it's estimated that over fifty percent of medical bills actually contain errors. Now HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over a hundred and thirty million dollars. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash S-E-A-N.